Uh, interesting sicha. It's a, it's a long sicha and it's many different pieces. Small little short pieces. Some parts connect. I'm sure they all really connect. Um, but I also want to perhaps get some class participation. It's always good. To, I, always, I always like to hear from the other side. You know, when they hear what Rabbi Nachman is saying, and sometimes he's saying very simple things. Sometimes that simplicity is very, very deep. I'm also curious to hear what, you know, the other perspective is. So let's start and let's see what happens. So, Sicha Nanalf. Says Rabbi Nachman, he said that they bring this down, that he said this by uh, one night after, uh, one night of the nights of Shavuos. Lel Echad Shal Shavuos Mutze Shabbos. Ha'olam Hazei Enuklum. Says Rabbi Nachman, this world is nothing. World's nothing. Now forget, we're by Shavuos now. We just accepted the Torah. This whole world is nothing. The Tachlis is to be drawn after the Tachlis. The world is nothing. I think he means the Gashmi's world. Rather, one should just be drawn after the ultimate, everlasting Tachlis purpose. A person should never be really looking whether he has money doesn't have money. Ki benkach u benkach. Yivli yom of Either he has, he doesn't have. His his, his 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 life is going to go equally, whether he has money, doesn't have money. I'm just gonna read straight. Ki olam hazemata usano legamre, because the world tricks us totally. Shemare laadam ki ilu humarviach bechol pamit. The world makes it look like that when a person makes money, he's he's. Making something. He's being marviach. He's, uh, what's the word in English? He's expanding himself. He's increased. But the emesis, the end, he, nothing really happened. Look, you have many people, they're working all their lives, right? Many, many years with, as merchants, masamat in business. When they come to a cheshben, they don't have anything left. And even if a person is masigmos, even if a person does make some money, they take him away from his money. Eventually, he's taken away from his money. Vaklali says, the rule is, It can't be both of these things are lasting together. The Hainu, Ha'adam imamos. Man and his money. Can't be. Rak, o shalokhen hamos, min ha'adam. Either they take the money from the man, o shalokhen ha'adam min ha'adam, or they take the man from the money. Right? Either man loses his money in this world, or they take him out, he dies, without his money. Rather, a person never, forever, no, he, did not, he doesn't let, leave with anything. Yeah, okay, two more lines. He says, You know, this world's been around for a long time. There's been a lot of money printed. There's been gold everywhere. Where's all that stuff? Where is it all? The world has been producing money for a long time. Where's all this money? Where are all the coins from ancient Rome? The billions of coins. Greece, 
Egypt, where's their money? Where'd it go? You see that Be'emes, it's not, it's not anything, Be'emes. It's not really Be'emes anything. And Zorbi Nachman says, to open up the Seichel. So what does a person take from this? What, what, is, what does he mean by this? How do you get through life? A person needs money. I'm saying, you gotta, you gotta buy food, you gotta have a house, or some kind of lodging. What, what, is, what does he mean? He means like the Mishnah in Perkei that says, you know, a man doesn't leave in this world. All he leaves with is Torah Mitzvah, Maisim Tovim. Is that what he means? He's just giving like a, a Chizik Shmuz? I'm leaving it to... Uh, hmm. what, is it, what, is it, what, is it, what does he want? Does there have to be such... <laughs> I know, you saw, I saw it. Where are all, where are all the now a lot of the bottom of the ocean... I was by the... Ever go to the Living Torah Museum? Hmm. So the Living Torah Museum... You've been there? It's, it's so cool. You've been there? He was there. I was there. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. So there's, there's, there's this in a bar park. He's a genius, a genius. Beyond. He knows a lot of things. A lot of language. Like, ridiculous stuff. And he has amazing Jewish artifacts. I, I could show you a picture on my phone of... I wore a helmet from Antiochus's army. Uh, how does he know? How does he know it's, it's from Antiochus army? So he sends, he has divers that go off the coast, or just throw in all the places, and they find shipwrecks. And they find, with all the stuff, coins. There's a, he has a coin, he has a picture Is of... Is that, that the helmet? Yeah, it's right the helmet, probably, yeah. Huh? Helmet and the sword. Yeah. So they have, they, have, they have coins of Antiochus. He can read ancient Greek. I'll show you after them. I'm, I look much better in it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, <clears throat> so, so they find coins with it. Ancient coins. And he showed, he's, he's, he could read ancient Greek, Greece, whatever. And had Antiochus, he had a picture of Antiochus. And, uh, so he had, and he found the helmet with it, so he knows. So he, they found a lot of things. Um, yeah, so, so a lot of the coins are at probably the bottom of the ocean. I think, I think part of this is, and... I, 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 I see simplicity here. I see this whole, we'll see a lot of the Torahs here, simplicity. It's just, it's the, it's the, 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 the constant thinking, B'Shaz Ma'is, when we're living, like, and we know this already, what are we, what are we thinking about? What's, what's motivating our lives? If it's coins, that doesn't end up anyway. That doesn't, that doesn't last. It can't be that coins is what's motivating a person. It does motivate people, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be what's what motivates a person because at the end of the day, it doesn't last anyway. Of course you need it. You have to use it. Of course you need to go. And He's not saying don't go to get Parnassah. That's what he's saying. But that can't be what everything's about. Eat food, but don't talk about the food. Eat food and don't dress it up. So you'll see, there's, there's a lot of parts that he's discussing this. Like, live, but... Make sure your head is not in places that are that are pointless. Let's go to base. Again, simple, simple. It seems like he was giving like a shmuz to the to the chaverim one night of shmuz. He was just like giving a, a, an inspirational shmuz. Of course, there's amkus to everything he says, especially in the tumim and the pshitas, right? Of course. I mean, <clears throat> if we would just follow what he actually says to do, 
we would live better lives. If we would, we would take to heart, if we would actually do this, that the world is nothing, and rather the ikr is the tachas anitzchi, meaning, I have to live, meaning, he's not saying kill yourself. When he says, ha'olam doesn't mean die. It means live life, but for the tachas of nitzchias. Do things that will have an everlasting impression. If we would do that, we would live happily. We learn it, we don't always do it. That's like one of my, my pet peeves. Is that when, when we, we're constantly learning so many svarim, so many svarim, and machshav, and chasidis, and musr, and all these amazing things we talk about, it's fancy, it's kaval, and then we just don't do it. This isn't about, this isn't an intellectual exercise. It's supposed to be about actually doing it. Okay, base. And then he says, in, in comparison, I don't know who's the person that could say who could say honestly that they're serving Kaddish Baruch appropriately according to God's greatness? Can someone really say that, they, that, they're, that they're like really good over the Hashem? Could a person say that? Anybody who knows a little bit of, God, of the Godless of Kaddish Baruch, the greatness he doesn't understand how a person could possibly say that he knows how to serve a God. And if you actually know, if you have a little bit of das, and you know or you understand to some degree how great the Boreolam is and how small and how nothing we are, then you'd understand that, that you're, you're, you wouldn't even be able to say, my Vodasem is good. This is supposed to humble you, Right? The way to, there's two ways to humble a person. One way to humble a person is by seeing the greatness of a Kaddish Baruch which takes Imuna, takes Bitachan, takes lofty types thinking, right? Which is, as we keep saying in all the Chaburahs, it's very rare nowadays for any thinking, right? Outside any work or just basic errands, thinking is obsolete, Kim'at, Kim'at. Unless you're, like, I'm not talking about you're a smart guy and you're like computer programming. Again, that's for work. Thinking deeply about the world, about the Bariolam, about your own personal midos, how to grow, very, very rare. There are people, of course there are people, but it's very, it's quite rare, no? It's quite rare. When was the last time a person learned the Sefer? Okay, he's learning, good for him. And he stopped after a few minutes, right, a Sefer of Avodah Hashem, and he closed it and he said, am I doing this? Am I not doing this? How can I get there? What's the tachlis? What's the purpose? Or do we just keep learning page after page after page after page? After page? Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, that's a nice idea. Oh, that's a good, good idea. Hmm? Good. Right? Even when we're learning and we're being told what to do, we have this ability in our mind to say, yeah, that's really cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that in the head. Like, as you're learning, I'm going to do that, but then you're on to the next page. It's never going to happen unless you're actually thinking about it. Right? And part of the problem is we learn so much. But even Moshe Rabbeinu, I always like to bring out this, this Rashi, first Rashi in Vayikra, or whatever third Rashi fell in the first Pasuk. But Rashi asks, what, what, what are the spaces in the Torah for? And the Torah was Hashem speaking to Moshe. Right? Right? And Marum. So what are the spaces? What is that? That's when Moshe stopped to think. That's what Rashi says in Vayikra. That's when Moshe stopped to think, to download, and to re- re- review, and to allow it to settle down. What the Kodesh was saying, 
At the end of the day, Moshe Rabbeinu is human. He was the greatest, almost non-human, but he was human. You have to think about it. So we learn a page, you learn two. Stop for a minute. Think about what you just learned. First of all, think about what you just learned. Very often, you ever read a book? You start a book, this happens all the time, especially if you're a little bit tired. You're reading, you get down to the page or two pages, and and you're just, what did I just read three pages? Somehow you read every word. You scanned it with your eyes. Mm -hmm. You did, you read every word. But you got nothing. Three pages, four pages, five pages later, you're like, what did I just read? How was how did I do that? It's an amazing thing. We could read every word scanning with our eyes and our brain, yet our brain is totally spaced out. Fascinating. What? Shmon Esrei. Right, okay, right. I'll have diamonds that way. <laughs> what do you say? Only. Only. He's being nice. We've lost focus. We've lost thinking in this world. It's very important. Simple, simple, simple. You don't need complexities. For a person to change himself, to grow, to be a better person, a happy person, these simplest things actually wake up. Davening so hard. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm, I'm losing focus. So I say to the guy, do you know what the words mean? No. Well, then, what are we talking about over here? How could you possibly daven if you don't know what the words mean? We could go a hundred years Daven every day, three times a day, say every single word, yet never know what one of the words mean. And even if you do know what the word, word means, you know what Hashem is, you know what Baruch is, you never were conscious of it when you're davening. You can literally go your entire life. Many of us have already gone 20, 30, 40 years. Is that fascinating? Why would one think that davening is boring? You, you don't even know what the words mean. You're not, how could you even focus... It's like, imagine if I gave you a, uh, a paper that, you know, uh, let's say it was Yiddish, because Chinese you can't even read. Let's say it was Yiddish, cause so, so it's written in Hebrew letters. So you could read it. How long could you read that for and not space out? How long? Ten seconds? So then, you have a sit in front of you, you don't really know what the words mean. How long are you going to be able to space in? Focus. Nothing. Come on, nothing. Ten seconds? Dominic's very geschmack. You know what the words mean. Yeah. You know there's a Boreolum, a creator who's in the room with you. you put that together. Let's go out. What is that? <laughs> so a person who has a little bit of an inkling of the godless of a Kaddish Baruch, the greatness, how could he say that he serves a Kaddish Baruch properly? Not even a Malach can be so prideful to say that he's able to serve a Kaddish Baruch. Even a Malach. Meaning, you could say like, okay, so then what's the point over here? If I can't even serve a Kaddish Baruch what's the point? Everything is very subtle. He's saying that a person can't say that what he does, his actual doing, his davening, his learning, the actual tzedakah he gives, you can't say that's even touched being an Eved Hashem. That which you've done. Because God is just so much greater than any action, right? We've, think about it for a second. We've had how many, how many Jews since the creation of the world? A lot of Jews. And how many acts of mitzvahs of things have there been in this world? More than thousands. Billions. Billions. 
So my my barely having kavanah by tefillah, where does that hold? It's like point oh 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 oh. All the mitzvahs that I'm going to do over 120 years, they're a drop in the drop in the drop in the drop of a bucket of a bucket of a bucket compared to Kaddish Baruch Hu and he, he lives in all he lives in all times was, is, and will be. So just imagine our mitzvahs it's garnished. Well that could be very depressing. So Rabbi Nachman so what, do you, so what should I do? Should I just stop doing it? No. He says the ikr you should know what the ikr is. What is a person's greatness? It's his rotsen. Raka ikr rotsen. Not what you've done what you've done is nothing. It's garnished. But what your rotsen is. See, rotsen, we've discussed rotsen in many different contexts. Rotsen transcends action. Rotsen transcends feeling. Rotsen transcends even thinking. Rotsen's in a place, So when a person has a rotsen to do, right? So he's davening. Let's say the guy doesn't even know what the words mean. Let's say, let's say, right? And he knows he doesn't know. But he, but he sits down to Dao and he says, you know, Kodesh Baruch Hu, I know I don't know what I'm going to say. I know, he's honest. But I want to be here and I want to daven. I really want. You just turned a point oh 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 one, the drop in the bucket in the bucket in the bucket in the bucket, to a, an amazing act that transcends all time, place, space, everything. Because you have a rotten to do it. That's it, suppose that. Because the ikker in this world is to do the rats on Hashem. To do His will. I want to do your will. You got it. You, you mamish nailed it. That's the ikker. Now generally, if you truly have a rats, eventually you will learn what the words mean. Because how long can you have a rats to daven? Because I truly want to daven. I want to do your rats. How long could you really have a real rats without knowing what the words mean? It won't last very long. Because rats and a real rats... Chazal doesn't say don't say this, but it's a it's a very, very famous statement. Ain't dover ratzen. Nothing can stand in the way of a strong will. Will ratzen, which is above machshav even ratzon is here. What I would like to do, right? This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm doing. But this is what I want. Very very deep. Not I want ice cream. I want ice cream down here by the belly. Right. I I want to serve a kodesh baruch I want my whole essence to be. An Eved Hashem, when you really have true Ratzon, this is what we're talking about a little bit of the manifesting, it spreads down. Everything slowly starts to change. From a true Ratzon. Again, and again, and again, and again. That's what Rabbi Nachman speaks about all the time. Because Ratzon creates. Hashem had a Ratzon to create the world. And then he said, Baruch Shamar Olam. Before he said, Baruch Shamar. Before he said, and there was a world, he had a Ratzon to create the world. Rutzen is the motivating factor of creating anything. You can't create anything without Rutzen. And anything you have a true Rutzen for becomes created. Right? There's a line that Revolbi says in, uh, in Ali Shore. I've probably said it before. It's such a powerful line. It's Kedah Chazarover. He quotes this line. It says, Ain Dover Omifnei Rutzen. Ain Dover, there's nothing that stands in, in, in the way of a will, in Rutzen. And he says, It's not from Chazal. There's no Chazal that says that. Says that. It's really from Pinimia Sator, I think. Because Ratzon is Keser. Ratzon is, is up here. So, <clears throat> if you have a true Ratzon, it has to happen. If you have a true Ratzon, it has to happen. So he says, 
anything that you have a true ratzon for in your life, you will get, you will attain. Anything you have a true ratzon for. Now, ratzon is something that doesn't stop. You keep going and you go and you go. You will attain that. And he says, and anything at the end of your life that you've attained or anything that you've attained, that was your ratzon. Whatever you've attained in this world, whatever you've become, in all areas of life, just know, that's a manifestation of your Ratzon. And if you didn't get something that you wanted, guess what? He says, you didn't really want it. Because if you want, Emes, if you really had a Ratzon, you would become created. Ratzon goes, takes from I and T-H, as we discussed in the manifesting Shira. Shira. So, Raka Ikua Ratzon. Same, Same idea. If you have Betachem, it will happen. If it didn't happen, it's because you didn't have enough Betachem. So that's not in the Chavos of Vavos is Bitachan, but that's the Bitachan according to the Al Shech Kadosh, and it could be even according to the Baal Shem Tev and Nachimish Gamzu. Could be that in that world, yeah, could be potentially. That's why when I was when we were learning Rabbi Nachman, he was talking about the manifesting. I didn't even want to say the word Bitachan. I mentioned it a little bit, but I didn't want to because we hold by the Chavos of Vavos, not against anybody. It's just that's the Mahalach that works, and so manifesting and Bitachan are two different things. I wanted to keep it at that. So Rebbe says, Lios Ritzon Chazak V'Takiv Tomid L'Skar V'Lovi Zbarach. That what's the Ratzon? The Ratzon is strong always to get closer to Kaddish Baruch That everything I'm doing, my Iker point, my motivating motivating factor, my Kavana is, I truly want to return to, I want to get close to Kaddish Baruch Most people don't do this. Most people just do. They know that it's a Mitzvah to Davin. They know it's a Mitzvah to learn, to get tzedakah, to go to shul, shabbos, blah, 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 all that stuff. They know so they just do, but it's it's shtick or robotic. They're not actively thinking this is Hashem's Ratzon, or even somewhat close to that. They just do what they've always done, and they will do what they've always what they always do. Right? We want to create a little bit more of a consciousness, a little mindfulness. It, it, will, it will change you, right? We again, people who who don't have this consciousness, they're sometimes droopy Jews. This is the droopy Jew syndrome. Hmm. When you don't have that kavana, something, that you want to be an Eved Hashem. Right? You become a droopy Jew. You, you're a Jew. You're going to go to shul, but you'll be droopy. You're going to drag yourself there because you're not motivated. And even though everybody wants to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu, See, at the end of the day, anybody who's in shul... They do want to be there, but it's so low level, it's so unconscious that it's not the same as a guy who's, who says, I want to come today. You could have a guy who knows all the words of Davin, and, and, but he's at a lower level than the guy who doesn't know what the words are, but he, but he says, I want to be here today. I want to be here today. I want to connect. There's many different levels, different parts of Ratzon. Of desire, I feel about them. Even in one person, right? We're always changing in our ritzonos. It's up and down. And for Torah is more than tefillah. For tefillah is more than Torah. And Tuesdays is better than Wednesdays. Shabbos, of course, is the Iker. You know, we have different zonos. Vahaklali says she Iker ratzim kitsufin. The Iker is to have the ratzim, to have the yearning, the desire. She yikosif tamid elavis baruch to always be yearning at whatever madrig you are towards the kaddish baruch. Even if it's low level, you know. Today is going to be a droopy davening. You know, you're like, you're tired, you're out of it. 
you spilled your coffee on your new shoes, whatever it may be. But if a person could have this, it, it, it's a big fight. But if a person can walk into the and say, okay, Kaddish Baruch, I'm totally beaten. I'm mamish beaten today, but I, but I want to be here. I'm not, I don't want to let that get me down. Even though you really know you're probably going to have a bad davening, but you say, no, I'm going to say, I want to be here. Like we, we, we very often, we, this happens a lot in, in our daily life, we, something happens that, that put us down and then we just like, we just stay in that. We don't want to break out of it. It's so much easier to just become droopy and be, you know, down and, because it takes a lot of chizik to get out. And we like to, we have a certain taiva, it's a little sick, a little bit of a sick taiva to, you know, things went wrong this morning, all right, I guess I'm not going to daven today. I'll go to Shul, but like I'm not going to daven. It's like a taiva. You almost want to have an excuse. Right? Because to daven with with, with is, is it takes energy. I just don't have the energy. And I don't have the energy because the that the kid spilled the coffee on my shoe, whatever it is. So so today I'm, I'm part of davening. Where's the... We've got to fire it up a little bit. We have to start jumping around a little bit. That's why Rabbi Nachman is very into clapping and dancing, even though there's a lot of secrets behind all the clapping and the, dan- and the, and the dancing. But in a very pushy way, Rabbi Nachman was very practical. He was very, very simple and practical. He understood human psychology more than all of us. And what do, what do, what do sports teams do? What do people do when they want to like, you know, you have a guy motivating the, the, the workers. It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, like a Thursday afternoon. Like the week work is like almost over and guys are just like drooping around. What does the manager, what does the manager do? I mean, I'm making it up. I don't know if anybody does it, but you can imagine. They walk around, clap. Like, get up. Rabbi Nachman says, before you start diving, they start clapping. Motivate yourself. Start. He, t- he talks about the, the arms and the lungs and the chest and the gvura. There's a lot of stuff that he talks about on the inside. But without knowing all that, just start clapping. Get, get into it. Rabbi Nachman talks about <coughs> a very important I mean, uh, Rav Weimarger spoke about it a few, uh, <coughs> I think it was two Simchas Torahs ago, maybe three. He was quoted from Rabbi Nachman about, uh, basically, if, you, if, if there's a circle of people and then you have the guys on the outside of the circle. Who are the guys on the outside of the circle? Either they're old, or they're just like sad. Kind of feel like dancing. Dude, you're 27 years old. Get in the circle. What is wrong with you? Like the shoulder, you know the shoulder? I don't feel like it. What would happen? Whatever. The is not going his way. Dadam's not going his way. Things aren't going his way. His wife makes him take out the garbage. Too many. It's not going his way. So he's becomes like a weak puppy dog. Rabbi Nachman says, grab him and bring him into the circle. Because if he's in that circle and he starts to dance, it will make him happy. And he will start to really want to be there. So this was, this was, I think this is by the year after COVID. Rabbi said, just, you see anybody, he said, he said, he said you see anybody on the side, you pull them in. And it was one of the most labored years of, of Simchastar. Nobody's on the side, except for, you know, some people who are a little bit older, they sit on the side. Otherwise, guys are grabbing people. And then you do get into it. Mm. You do. But we got to have some movement. If you droopy your way into everything in life, then you will, be, you will remain droopy. Right? And then droopy guys like to hang out together. The whole droopy club. <laughs> right? The droopy club. The droopy club. we got to be a nachizik club. We're doing simple, simple things. Past few weeks, I've been keeping it as simple as possible. Because I feel like we need, you know, all the intellectual things, it's very nice, but it doesn't really, it's fancy, but I'm not sure how much it gets us to go. 
Gotta smile, be happy, be energetic, clap it off. There you go. See, even yeah. that's a big thing. It's like someone started that way. <laughs> Next week, <laughs> if 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 I bet, I bet it's before davening, mamish, right before brachas. Imagine this. I'm, I really truly imagine this. What do you think? Right before brachas, okay, seven o'clock is brachas. For one minute. The place starts clapping. You know, like that slow clap and then to the fast clap. Never coming back to... What? Never yeah. <laughs> but imagine, I think Davin would be better. There's no question. Of course. You're motivated. Yeah. And you didn't do anything. You just clapped your hands. Oh Not much energy. Slow and then. The... Started tomorrow. It's like the wave at the games, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Well, why do they do that? That's all too much. Now he says, but it's very important. Look at this. He says, of course, you have to try to put in the ikr. There's the ruts and the kisuv and talmud, talmud, talmud. Really, have it in our minds. That should become, for the next six months, we should be walking around all day. I want to serve Hashem. I really want. I really want. I really, just walk around with that in your head. It's very simple. I want to serve. And he says, And from that yearning, within the yearning, Right? The yearning has to be the makifin, it's called. It's called the outer ring. I don't care if you know what you're davening. I don't care if you know what you're learning. I don't care if you really understand the mitzvah at all. But if you have that outer structure called Ratzon, I want to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So I'm going to learn, because that's want, that's serving Kaddish Baruch Hu. And I'm going to daven, because that's wanting to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You're good. You're good. And if you truly want... You'll get better at it, and you'll get better at it because that's what a Kodesh Baruch wants. He wants you to be a good davener. He wants you to connect him on a real level. He wants you to learn Teres Hashem, the wisdom of the Rabbonu Shalom. Right? He wants you to do mitzvahs. So I also want to do mitzvahs. If you really want to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu, then you have to get better at mitzvahs because that's a Kodesh Baruch Hu's Right? He wants you to do well. He wants you to enjoy the mitzvahs. So then I want to do what he wants, so then I have to do something to get better at these mitzvahs. Learning about them more, becoming conscious of them more, becoming motivated, clapping. He says, The Emes is according to the greatness of a Kaddish Baruch called Actual Avoda is really nothing. Because in the world of Asiya, action, compared to a, a Kribbona Shalom who is well beyond, transcends any type of action, it's like a nothing. It's Enuklum, right? The billions of mitzvahs over time. It's all Ke'ilu. It's all like a joke. In a certain way to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I can't even pronounce this. Klamirtish? Klamirsht? Klamirsht. I saw it trans. I looked up a translation. Performance. It's like a performance. It's like a play in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. The actual acting is like a play. It's also because it's... Uh, it's going to happen as in a Kaddish Baruch Hu's hand. So it's really... You don't, you don't even have anything. All these things. What do we have? The Rotson. My Bechira is not to do or not to do. My Bechira is I want or I don't want. That's my choice. I want to serve or I don't want to serve. Whether you, what you do, how you do it, that's all after the fact. The Iker is, the Iker Bechira is I want to or I don't want to. And Stam is I don't want to. Stam is an actualized I don't want to. And the Panemius, we're Jews. We're Maimim, Benim, Maimim. So the Panemius, Panemius, we all want to. But that's not going to help you in life so much. You'll get tzachar for an but it's not going to help you in life so much. Right? It's not going to change you. 
So we have to, so Stam is really down, you have to actually put energy in. This whole world, I was talking at the 6 o'clock Habura, is, uh, we have a, 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 brain, uh, a brain doctor. You know Dr. Levine? Whatever, so we go back and forth, we, we talk science, and he tells us about the synapses and the firings and the webs and all this stuff. And I was talking one time about uh, entropy. You know entropy? When you have a certain system of energy that's tight, and over time, just the way it goes, that's how Kodesh will create the world, it dissipates. The energy starts to spread out and it starts to get weak. And then you need to put energy back in to the system to bring it back together. This is the reality of life. This is, this is in Ruchnis and it's in Gashmas. Over time, things spread out. You have to be energetic because Stam in this world is entropy. So Stam is, I don't want, I don't care, and there's no energy. Davening just becomes droopy, 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 like floating out into outer space. Without, without any connection to a space shuttle. You're just like floating out, going so slow. You know, you can imagine like waving. You have to put energy in to be able to get it to go. Now, it could be thinking energy, it could be emotional energy, or it could be action, clapping and things. We need to start putting energy into our decision. Pick one thing, whatever it is. Very, very, very important. He says, Gam Sophistication, complexities, that's nothing. is a poshet rotson. A poshet rotson. Simple rotson. The eye. What do they say in Yiddish? Vizvil? What do they say? You know Yiddish at all? Like this view, I want to. I want to do that. I don't even know how to speak Yiddish at all. I want to do the rotsin of the bore, but yet to mean it. But betimimis being simple, it's also to be a shaita. You can't be an imbecile, right? I mean, a tamim doesn't mean he's he's opposite a smart person. A tamim means he's not caught up in sophistications. Best, the sheer set. Best what? Sheer set. Sheer set. Chacham and the Tam. The story. You were there then? Yeah. Maybe we should do that again. We should do that again. Chacham and the Tam is like all of life. Yeah. It's a simple life. It's the key. It, to me, it's, right? You can't be a shaita. Uh, the, actually, the Tam is actually the smartest person, but he's not sophisticated smart. He's simply smart. It's a longer, it's a longer story. Aval Aval Pekin. Chachmas ain't tzrichim klal. Chachmas you do not need. Like we explained in another place. All right, we'll do one last, last os over here. Gam ain't told you a It's also not good to be a zakin to get old. It's not good to get old. Hein chassid zakin, vein tzadik zakin. If a chassid becomes a zakin, or a tzadik becomes a zakin, it's not good. Zakin ain't told. To become old and crusty. That's no good. Like we learned last week. Every day, every hour, you have to become fresh, new. Zrizis, energy, right? That's what Zrizis means. Zrizis means to be a Zaris is to put energy into what you're doing. Godly energy. It doesn't mean running as fast as you can to do a mitzvah. It also means that. But it means to be connected to Elokus, to godliness, and to be putting energy into what you're doing. There's only one thing that Chazal says is better when it gets older. A pig. Davar is always a pig. 
A pig gets stronger. A pig gets stronger as it gets older. So good. So if you want to be a zakin, you're, you're just a pig. Don't be a zakin. Be young. Be young. Be fresh. Always changing. That doesn't mean you have to be physically young. You're getting older. But, but your mind, you could always start again, fresh again. Right? If you have a nefila and you don't get back up, you're old. You could be 20 years old and you're old. You're an old man. An old man, how do you define it? We're not talking about physicality. Old, you become old. Because I'm in the mind. If you fall down and you don't get back up, you're just an old, foolish man. All right, we'll continue next again. Should be